Welcome to the With Ingram series of podcasts. I'm Philip Ingram and this is episode 10. And today I'm going back to an interview I did with Nicole Egan, the CEO of Dartrius, a couple of years ago. Warning, you might actually learn something. So what's brought Dartrius to Interpol World this year? Well, interestingly enough, we actually started our Asia-Pacific region with Interpol two years ago, the very first Interpol event. And so I, I found I wanted to come back and see what's transpired since then. In fact, we actually, at that point, had three employees here, and now we have about 100 in the region. Now, that sums up Dartrace. You're growing exponentially, and you're being recognized for the real innovation you're bringing, and that's been recognized a number of awards that you've got, and you won the Woman of the Year Award last year, I think. How have you managed to do this? Well, I think what, what we really recognized was a fundamental new approach was necessary um, as we see in the news, there's just a number of breaches that continue to happen. And so we had to take a different view. And what we actually did was create a system that emulated the human immune system using machine learning. And that's able to actually detect threats and, and actually take autonomous response in real time to prevent them. Now, your website makes a claim to say that you can prevent uh, attacks happening before they've actually happened. Um, what about the insider threat? It's a great point. I think a lot of people get really excited about malware and spear phishing and uh, ransomware in general, but the reality is there's a lot of unknown threats, and Insider's a great example, where those are hard to detect using traditional techniques. You're not going to find that an insider who's been maybe around 15 years and created a lot of trade secrets maybe is about to give notice. Um, and today there's the ability to actually upload some of that data to some of the cloud providers as well. So we absolutely, we basically use the machine learning to understand the pattern of life of what's normal for every user and device in the network. And that helps us detect insider threat before it happens. So that's insider threat. The external threat seems to be growing and we're getting reports of state on state and state on enterprise attacks. Um, and then we see um, WannaCry and Petya or not Petya. Did they defeat you or did you defeat them? Well, interestingly enough, we were actually deployed in one agency within the NHS when WannaCry broke out. And it wasn't patched, just like the other agencies weren't patched either. What was fascinating about it is we actually detected it in mere seconds and blocked it within three minutes, 19 seconds. And that meant that that part of the NHS was not disrupted at all by WannaCry. But, you know, you bring up a good point about the broader set of attacks and the kind of nation state activity. We're very concerned that this is going to be a, a war of algorithms against algorithms, machines against machines. And if you think about the nation states that are concerning, they have really smart mathematicians. They likely have artificial intelligence labs. It's just a matter of time until AI is used not only in the defenses, but in the attacks. And that's what we need to prepare people for. But AI, uh, in a futuristic um, way, can be scary. You know, if we can't protect our computer systems now, when we get into artificial intelligence and it starts to get to the same level of processing power as the human brain, uh, is there not a danger that that could cause more damage than uh, help? Well, I think what we find with artificial intelligence is the technology's there today to be able to detect and respond automatically to threats. Unfortunately, one of the um, adoption issues is going to be actually getting people to trust the machine learning, to trust the AI. So we spent the last year 
actually testing autonomous response in about 30 different companies, all different sizes, all different industries. And the biggest lesson we learned is that first you need to actually have the machine learning make a recommendation. What action would it take? Then the next step is have a human confirm that action. We call it a human confirmation step. And then after the human actually gains trust with the machine learning, then you go into automatic response or active mode as we call it. But do you see a time in the future whenever the human's going to be taken out of that loop? You know what, I think where we want to get to is similar to the IT sector uh, transition that, that they made, which is, it felt like 20 years ago, IT was always behind the curve. And now IT is leading the digital transformation. Well, security's kind of chasing yesterday's attack at this point. If we can rely on the machine learning and the AI to actually spot and stop these threats, that frees up the security team to look forward, to be more valuable to the business. For example, maybe, it's, um, maybe there's an acquisition strategy. Wouldn't it be more valuable for the human team to actually be due diligence on what cyber threats might be lurking in that target network? So we think it actually will free people up to do the more valuable work. And what cyber threats are we likely to see coming in the next sort of, say, five years? Well, I think a couple areas that are probably underserved today. One would be industrial control systems. So that's, you know, your energy and utility, your travel and transportation, your financial services markets. Um, also things like water supply. The next area is, I mean, being here in Singapore, smart nation and smart cities. That's going to introduce a lot of sensors and a lot of IoT devices. And those aren't protected by your traditional IT security. You know, they are, they, they're not servers, they're not laptops, they're not smartphones. They're a whole new breed of device, and I think that's what we really need to start looking at. And actually, Darktrace protects against that threat already today. So do you see the IoT as the internet of threats or the internet of opportunities for Darktrace? Well, it's definitely an internet um, of, of threats in that it expands the attack surface. Years ago, it used to be that the printer was the easy way to get into the enterprise. And of course, that's been now secured. So now what we see is the hackers actually try to find the IoT devices deployed inside of an enterprise. And a lot of those sneak in the door. Maybe someone wears it on their wrist in the form of a smartwatch, or maybe walks in with a Tile or an Amazon Echo. Or maybe it's the building control systems, the LED lights, um, the HVAC system. So I think you know, that is what the next phase is, is protecting those not only at the consumer level, but in the enterprises as well. And for those um, people who would have wanted to have been delegates here but were too busy to come to Interpol World over the last few days, what were the key messages that you'd want to put out to them? Well, I, I think that machine learning is here and it's real. It's um, a very pragmatic approach. It augments the human teams, but it also helps buy the human team's time. And before the AI attacks really become the mainstream, now's the time to maybe get ahead of it and start deploying it. Now, is there one threat that's out there that you'd really want to concentrate on uh, above any others, or you know, is there a suite of threats? I actually think the one threat I would um, have people take a look at is what I would call the unknown threat. Uh, you know, so much of what we hear about is really the known threats, yesterday's attack on someone else. It's really the unknown threat. It's something that maybe is already inside your network, might be from an insider, might be a third party system. Somehow something's already lurking inside your network, but it got in there and it's trying to stay undetected for as long as possible. That's the threat that's probably the most concerning. Nicole, thank you very much indeed for giving up some of your valuable time to come and talk to us. Great, thank you very much.